and welcome back to Building Sustainably with Tim O'Brien Homes. I'm your host, Tim O'Brien. And today we're going to talk about developing a, a work from home setup uh, that's functional, that works for you, and that won't break your budget. Um, one of the things that we've seen is uh, just this continued increase uh, for, uh, for work for home type space. And as that demand continues, this home office now becomes more of a must have for many homeowners than just a nice to have. I mean, I've I've had uh, an office, if you will, I've had a desk and a file cabinet in what I called my flex room for over 10 years at this point, but never really formalized it until just recently as more work from home, as I'm doing more work from home myself, to really make it more functional, to really make it my second uh, office uh, from where our traditional office is here in Pewaukee. And not only is this home office, this work from home concept, developing this functional space just for adults, working adults, but it's also for the whole family as well. We're seeing uh, as people continue, as, as kids continue to kind of go back and forth between traditional school and virtual schooling, and and then just also uh, people utilizing the space for um, doing homework um, rather than using the, the dinette table or a couch or uh, sitting, the kids sitting in the bedroom doing their homework, you know, a real kind of purposeful place to be productive and to be able to get work done or do home-based projects, whatever that might be. Um, but when we look at the benefits of a home office, we're really looking at, at it being truly more formal, more productive, um, more formal space versus, again, sitting at that dining table or on the couch. You might even have multiple workspaces in this room uh, where two people can work, two or more people can work rather than just one, which again has been somewhat more of the traditional way that homes have been outfitted in the past. We also are looking at providing more infrastructure for um, you know, these workstations, dedicated data jacks, and making sure that there's good Wi-Fi infrastructure in this space. You know, Homes can, depending on where your router goes in your home, where you choose to put it, you're going to have potentially some dead spaces in the homes and really kind of thinking about how can we make sure that we've got good Wi-Fi uh, throughout the home. And then the other great benefit of it is, is it's private, obviously, right? So it's your home, it's your space, it's it's all the comforts of home. Um, you know, your kitchen, your coffee maker, you have the ability to kind of go outside and, and, and take a break. Um, you know, all of those comfort and features that, you know, you're really not going to get in, in a traditional office space, most office spaces, that is not all. And then options to think about, and we're going to go through this in more detail, but just to highlight what we're going to talk about is, you know, natural lighting windows coming into the space. You you still want to have some healthy and outdoor light coming into the space. Um, we talked a little bit about electrical outlets and data jacks. We're going to talk about flooring types. And then, you know, as you sit and work uh, with your peers and do collaboration meetings virtually, um, have discussions online, whatever it may be, you know, you always got this background behind you and, and really how can you set up the right background or whether it's a wall art or whether you use video background, that's really kind of your presentation. That's part of your presentation. And then we'll talk about built-ins for storage and organization. Um, I think that's so much more key now as, as offices really, uh, and again, in-home offices become more formal places. You know, like I mentioned before, I had a desk and a filing cabinet at one point and that's, that was it. I now in my space, you know, I have a, a printer storage area. I have uh, bookcases in, in, in a little closet inside that I can also put a lot of, you know, the paper for the printer in, the printing cartridges, all of that stuff. I'm thinking more about 
how I can really use that space uh, more formally, more consistently than just kind of a one-off when I need it. So we're going to talk about that today. So these remote work arrangements have been, you know, on the upswing for quite some time. I mean, there's a, a research firm called Global work Fa- Workplace Analytics, Global Workplace Analytics. Back in 2019, they, they figured that there were about 4.3 million telecommuters in the U.S., 4.3 million telecommuters in the U.S., and that translates to about 3.2% of the workforce. And that was before the pandemic. So now even more individuals and companies are seeing this as a viable solution um, for individuals, especially those that have a long commute into work, uh, whether it's downtown Milwaukee or downtown Madison or wherever you might be, um, you know, whether it's a 45 minute drive or more, you now have the opportunity to have a little bit more level, higher level of productivity without having to deal with that drive. And companies are looking at this as a viable solution, especially if they're tight on office space or they may find that they don't need as much office space as they once thought they had. So that can also kind of reduce some operating costs for companies. So we're going to see more of this flexibility going forward. And um, it really should be no surprise that this trend is kind of elevating the home office from, again, that, um, that amenity or that nice to have, that kind of utility space to almost a pretty much a must have at this point. Um, new homes, you know, it, it, with new home, new home construction, it's a chance to kind of create an office that's functional and useful. You can design a space uh, that you look forward to stepping into each morning. Um, and, and we want to help you create that space. It's also not just an opportunity for a work from home, but, you know, that home office is great for multitasking. You know, besides hosting your day job, it can offer the kids a quiet nook for doing school projects, reading a book, um, you know, doing some school online, whatever it might be. It can even be laid out to be uh, double as a guest room. You know, we had a uh, one of our customers in uh, in our Madison market had a Murphy bed option um, that they decided to put into the wall. It's you know that's a little bit more uh, more in depth of, of of a project to to do, but it it can be done, and you can build in this Murphy bed type option into your wall, and you can drop it down when you have guests, and obviously push it back up uh, when they leave. It's a, it really helps utilize that space uh, more functionally throughout the time that you're living there. But of course, all these elements that make up good workspace are very personal, and, and you can create an aesthetic that makes you more productive, more organized, and, and more efficient than ever would be possible in, you know, in your corporate cubicle or, or wherever you may work. But you will be more likely to gain that productivity if you work with your builder, when you're building a home, if you work with your builder to create an infrastructure that truly supports a, a really formalized functional work from home uh, layout and and one that doesn't cost a fortune. And, and so we want to talk about some ways that you can create, you know, this cost effective home office in your new home. So the first thing I want to touch on is natural light. Natural light is, is so important for um, our health, our mental health. And it, it's great to have an opportunity to be looking outside rather than four walls and a ceiling and a floor. So while most people understand the importance of natural light, you know, not, really not all light is the same. So it's really things to think about. You know, north-facing windows provide kind of this muted light, this diffuse light. Uh, but when light comes from the east, south, or west, it'll vary, you know, by time of the day, right? There's really no right or wrong when it comes to window placement, but it's a good idea to kind of consider your preference when planning the office. Um, you know, my... 
my office uh, that I have at home um, has a southern view, which is great because I get light all day. But one of the challenges in the morning when the sun comes up, the sun is just beating right into the space. So I have uh, you know a shade I can pull to kind of mute that and still see outside. But again, those are things that you just kind of want to think about when you're planning the space. How are you going to get some good natural light in? What are you comfortable with in terms of the amount of sunlight or just getting some kind of natural light in? But again, things to consider as you're picking that space in the house of where this particular room is going to go. And then we look at electrical. Um, you know, a traditional flex space um, has electrical outlets in it, of course, right? Code outlets that, that meet the, the electrical code. But a lot of those are all tied uh, together on one, say, 20 amp circuit. And when we know that this a particular space is going to have a high demand for electrical load, um, again, laptops, printers, multiple workstations, uh, charging stations for your phones and and um, you know iPads, whatever tablets, you're going to want to make sure that we have dedicated outlets in that space. That you have dedicated outlets in that space, and because and enough outlets to minimize you know cords running across the room, going from one corner to the next. So you want to really think through that location of the desk as well of all as well as all of the items like. Uh, we mentioned before multiple workstations, printers, scanners, you know, floor lamps or floor lamps. And if you have any TVs uh, that you're going to have in there, uh, bigger display models that you want to make sure that you've got that, you know, that electrical wiring in the right spot with the right amperage to service all of those elements. And you want to decide, you know, if you're going to charge your phones and laptops, you know, is there a table you're going to use? Is there something that a uh, charging station, uh, whatever it might be, where's the best place to put that? And if you don't like clutter, you can place, you know, an electrical or USB outlets inside of a cabinet or inside of a drawer. Um, some of the outlets are especially made for in-drawer installation. So those are all of the things that you can think about as you as you think through kind of, you know, the what types of devices you're going to have in the space and, and what will be that demand for an electrical load. And then, of course, there's data, um, you know, data lines that the office needs data connections again maybe for if it's for that TV but obviously you need a data connection for um, your computer in most cases uh, when it comes to Wi-Fi if the router will be in another part of the house we want to make sure you know either running good hard data lines to this office space or having uh, a wireless access point that will boost the signal um, so in larger homes you know you may have multiple uh, wireless access boosters uh, usually they're located in closets out of the way you don't see them but you want to kind of space them and they they carry the signal from one part of the house to another part of the house and it just keeps kind of repeating to make sure that you don't have any dead spots so um, some people also like having stereo speakers in the walls or the ceiling so some other low voltage opportunities to think through and then flooring flooring is another option to think through i mean most offices you know carpet is probably not the right uh, flooring to have, but um, you want to look at something that's very durable, something that can withstand, you know, uh, desk chairs that roll, um, and and something that's uh, pretty easy to maintain and clean. And some of those products that we've used, uh, when we know a customer or our homeowner is using this as a, as a as a home office, they will elect for a hard floor surface such as either hardwood or some of the great new products that are out, uh, luxury vinyl plank, which is also known as LVP. Um, and rather than having carpet, there's other types of uh, man-made hard surfaces that are really durable and really easy to take care of. And it makes your space feel more professional, 
um, and helps those desk chairs roll around so much easier than it would be on carpet. Also, a nice thing about a lot of these new flooring uh, products that are out there, these durable flooring products that uh, easy to clean up from spilled coffee or spilled juices, whatever it may be. It's very maintenance friendly. And then we talked a little bit about as you're in a meeting and you're collaborating virtually with someone else, what's your background look like? And again, maybe that's more of something that you talk to a, a designer about, but even with your builder, there might be some things that you can do if you want your bookcases behind you in that case, you know, talk to your builder about that, figure out how that can work into your design, um, but make sure it can accommodate all the features that you want. So if, if you do want to hang some, some favorite artwork on the wall, the, your builder can kind of help you decide where to put it before locating outlets and other built-ins. Um, and if you plan on doing a lot of video meetings, they can help create a backdrop that really kind of reinforces what you want people to think about you, whether it's a wall of books, as I mentioned before, or a painting that makes a bold statement, whatever you feel makes it your presentation and, and what you want others to kind of see as you're working in this space. We offer a variety of built-in options that can create great workspaces for your home office. So when selecting, you know, which built-in layout is right for you, you want to consider how many people may be using this room. Again, as I talked early on, we can create a, a, a space that can accommodate multiple workspaces where you can have uh, two desks and in between those two desks, you can also have a table that kind of jets out between the two, which creates just another great workspace or a good collaboration space. Um, look at storage and, and other considerations of how you're going to functionally use this space. There are great cost-effective ways to really get a professional and productive office for the whole family. So those are some, some things just to kind of place in your mind, some things to think about. Um, again, just to go over them, natural light, you, the importance of getting some good daylight in there in the space that you want. Um, and also to make sure that, you know, it's not uh, either blinding you or reflecting off of your screen. Think about those types of things. And you can mitigate those. Like I mentioned before, I've got this um, this great roller blind that I can roll down. It, it it diffuses the light that's coming through, but I can still see outside. You want to think about your electrical loads and your data needs, um, Wi-Fi repeaters and things like that in the house, just to make sure that you have enough electrical load to handle all of the equipment and appliances, if you will, that you're going to have in that space and that you have the data cable. I'm a firm believer. I, I love the Wi-Fi, but uh, you know, hard data cable is, is very predictable and, and it's very consistent and you're never going to be in a situation where, you know, you're lacking uh, bandwidth to get stuff through, at least in most cases. Flooring, another great thing to think about hard surface all day. Um, what is the type of, you know, presentation, like I said, you know, whether it's a luxury vinyl plank, um, or the EVP, um, you know, there's a lot of great product out there that you could take a look at that really kind of help you personalize that space. And then the built-in options, um, you know, again, the built-in desks, the workspaces to collaborate, bookcases, storage, other things like that. Those are all great features that you want to think as you really kind of build the way that you want your workspace to be. So be sure to consult with um, your new home sales professional as you're thinking about your flex space, um, as they can help guide you through many of these choices, show you some of the things that we've done in the past, um, and give you a good feel for kind of what this layout could look like for you. But the bottom line is you're going to be spending a lot of time in this space. So you want to make sure to invest, uh, to make sure you have an investment for you that is, is perfectly suited to your needs. So 
So that is uh, what we wanted to share with you today on, on this particular podcast. Thank you for joining us uh, on Tim O'Brien Homes Building Sustainability Podcast and make it a great day. Thanks, everyone.